Roundhouse with Steve the Homer True, the goat of Wisconsin Sports Talk Radio. As our cousin Thanks, sub, cousin subs, we believe in better. I've just heard back from the great Justin McCoy of Cousin Subs. They're in. They're in for sponsoring the Falcon, the Goats, and the Falcon. So we'll get that booked. We'll get we'll get to work on that. So thank you, Justin, and thank you, Cousin Subs. You'll have to wear the red Cousin Subs hat during every podcast. Can you? Can we count on you for that? Damn sure. It's the greatest hat ever. I'm trying to figure out who they got it from so I can make some Homer hats. Well, no, and you got to wear the cousin's hat. I am wearing the get, cousin's you hat. You can't get the same style of hat. I don't want the same Homer style. On it. No, it's. I want. Well, who, wherever they don't. Cousins doesn't make hats. They got it from a company, and I want exactly that same hat. And I'll do it. But you a, want to change the logo from Cousins to like a Homer yeah, logo. Yeah, I don't even know. This hat's But that th- doesn't help the podcast at all. I'll wear the Cousins one during the podcast. Not but the other Homer. times you're not going to wear it now? Well, I think it's this about is part three. of negotiation. I think, fine, let's negotiate. Uh, the, 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 it's a, you I wanted think Cousins on board? I do. It says Cousins on board, and you go out and announce that you're gonna, you are gonna. want to know what the hat is so you can get the same style of hat and put a different logo right, on I've, it. I've done that the last couple of years. I just haven't held up my end of the donkey. <sighs> they have made a number of hats since. I often at auctions buy the – they have a Cousins sub things for like 50 bucks. You get gift certificates. I've got a new – my new hat that I wear is a Cousins hat too. It's a different brand, so they have clearly moved on. Didn't think of the same view of that hat as I did, so it's now up for grabs. If Cousin right. Subs was selling as their hat the same style as I bought, but during our whatever you're going to call it, I'll wear the co- the red Cousin Subs podcast podcast uh, forever. Uh Okay, so you're telling me that they don't make the same cousin subs because no. I want to get one. If you're talking about this hat in such high praise, I would I'd wear one too. Well, I don't assume that everybody agrees with me, but uh, you know, all right, I'll I'll let Justin know that I'm going to need a hat. I don't know if it'll be the same hat or a different hat, but he's not going to give you the secret sauce recipe. It's like telling it's like telling you what the bread, how they make the bread, better bread, better subs. You know, if he tells you the hat. Manufacturer, then you're not wearing the cousins. Hat. Again, that it could, help it's a, it's a it, the, the, maybe the same manufacturer. If it is, then it's a different type, and they are not using that type anymore. Clearly, they're aware of my opinion and have changed. So, what does that tell me? It's now available since they've gone to another style, which is very soft, the exact opposite of what I liked. So. You like a firmer hat. Yeah, and the cold. Has anyone, wanna... has anyone ever told you you're difficult? Yes, as a matter of fact, they have. <laughs> and the, the good thing is, is going from Tausch to you, my my day doesn't really change. Like when Bulaga, you do a show with Bulaga, how many we, how many days a week does he do with you? Just one? Uh, two, but it's ending now, and it's just going to be on one on Monday. Uh, and I assume uh, that they that will I'm agree. I'm going to have to be on on Mondays. That's my wish. Again, Bulaga decides, but you've been on Thursday, and uh, Thursday is going to be a basketball show now. Oh, well, you won't want me on that uh, unless it's seventh grade girls basketball talk. So, Brian Bulaga, not difficult. You know, he's very smart. He's doing a great job. We're excited to have him on our team. Uh, You and Tausch, different category. By the way, I believe that uh, Brian Bulaga is every bit as difficult, 
in those things of which he has a strong opinion. For example, not getting a college degree, which is pathetic. And he has no interest. He's decided why he doesn't need to do it. And he ain't ever going to do it. Because he's as firm in the things he believes in as Tausch or I or anybody is. But mm. he's nicer Maybe about it. Maybe it's just that you nag him so much about it. What, what do you mean nag him about it? Should Brian Bulaga have a college degree? Yes or no? Does Brian Bulaga want a college degree? Yes that is, or no? That wasn't the question. Well, yeah, but that's what answers the other question. No, it doesn't. Brian Bulaga well, gets a college degree to express to other people how important a college degree might be for them. Does he need one? No. But he's very smart. His kids need to see him with a college degree. Everybody around him needs to see him with a college degree. He should probably have a, a master's degree as smart as he is. But he can say, I don't need one. Fine. You don't need one for you. You need one for what it represents about you and for other people to see. Because what it, he, everybody could easily say, what do I need a college degree for? Brian Bulaga doesn't have one. Everybody knows how smart he is and how good he <laughs> is. And if he doesn't have one, it, if they don't go to college, that their argument is Brian Bulaga might, doesn't no, have one. No, so well, you just need an excuse to be lazy. And what would be a better one then? Think of a, you got a better one other than Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a college degree either. That's pathetic right. too. Okay, I, I'm, I don't want to argue with you on this. I know. I want to get to. I want would to you tell to, Brian Bulaga that he should get a college degree? Yes or no? Uh, how? I would, I would, I would just say this. If, it's just if, what Tower says. <laughs> if, if you, no, I don't know. I don't know. Hedge in the middle. Hedge coming, baby. He Here never hedges. If, you. if, if he and Abby, who is his lovely wife, she's she amazing. She uh, must be. If, if he picked her. If he and Abby believe that their kids need him to get his degree to convince them that they need to get it to go to college and to do the things that are important to them, then he should. If his kids are going to go to college, regardless of whether his dad goes back to school, then I don't think he needs to do it. Okay. Uh, Jesse, there's a text that is in uh, mostly lowercase font that I'm struggling to read. You want to read that to me? Yo, this is the Falcon from Madison. I've been the Falcon since 1996 when I formed the band El Donk, local Madison favorite. So, Homer, Falcon is taken. Don't use it. Love you guys. I love you guys. He doesn't even get it. I'm not the Falcon in this in this. Uh, That's true. Podcast. I, I, I'd be the Falcon in the podcast, yeah. No one's going to confuse. You think uh, everybody who's in a band smokes dope on a regular basis? Is that a fair comment or not? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. Whoa, I don't want to speak to. Uh, I know a few people in bands. I can ask them. Uh, find out more about that. What percentage? Uh, what percentage of musicians smoke dope? That's your question. On a regular basis, not just every now and then, but it's kind of just a part of their life. Well, we'll ask Rob Domofsky that because he's in the music scene. He's not a musician himself, but he's got a lot of friends in the music I'm scene. I'm questioning whether he is ever. What do they actually call it now? Dope. Oh like, boy. What do they call it? What's the? What do they call? What, what do they call marijuana now? I don't know. I thought they called it pot. Weed. 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 Okay. Weed. Yeah. Weed. I don't think Rob Domofsky has ever smoked weed. I smoked it twice, I think. 
Maybe it was only once. All right, I'm gonna uh, Jesse. Before is that Josh DiMaggio's laugh in the background? <laughs> He's laughing so hard. It is. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Rob DiMaggio ever dis- smoked weed? Definitive laugh. <laughs> Uh, Jesse, when you call Rob next, ask him if he's okay with that question being posed what to him publicly. What do you mean if he's okay? I, oh my, I feel like this approval is more of a, a question territory to maximum effect. <laughs> it's what? He's a guest. We're, we're better <laughs> off bamboozling him on this one. Oh, you're you're gonna spring this on him? All right, uh, we're gonna talk to Rob Tomowski of ESPN.com next. Uh, for the record, I have never smoked pot, weed marijuana whatever i know that comes as a surprise to a lot of people no it doesn't uh it, no i know i was being facetious well, i know but once or twice i was a freshman at wisconsin how did i well no i did it twice i've my, seen pictures of what you look like my cousin from uh, louisiana came and visited and i smoked it with him so i smoked it twice a lot of cousin references today yeah. all right rob dabowski scheduled to Dude's appear next kid. It's Wildey and Tausch. You're listening to Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. I have one rule. Well, I got lots of rules. Who am I kidding? But one of the rules I have is that I always want to put our guests in the best position possible. I don't want to set them up to look bad. I don't want to set them up to be taken out of context and go viral. And Rob and I have been friends for 20-some years. Jesse, did you check with Rob if he's okay answering this question? Because I don't want to set him up where the next thing you know he's mad at us. Because I don't want to be on his. I don't want to be on the bad side of Rob. Like I'm asking if he murdered someone. What? Well, some people don't want all their information out on the streets. It's reasonable. Uh, If you're on the Wilding Tausch video stream, ESPN Madison, ESPN Milwaukee YouTube's, Rob is here. Apparently, he connected a little early, and he heard what we were all saying about oh, him ahead of time. Okay, so. well, welcome in, Rob Domofsky. How are you? Hey, you? I want to vote on one thing else. I, t- I think Rob Domofsky is the kind of guy who will answer the question. So now I'm in oh. twice. Okay. Rob? I'll answer anything, Homer. Yeah! I think, Homer, you know me. I don't know I'm you that well. I don't Probably know how far. Open. I got others to ask if you answer this I one. Do, no. I do, however... Often, if I have time, like to listen to the segment before I'm going to be on with most of the shows. I do it with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I try to do it with uh, the past because they do this Brad Norton. All right, let me Brad interject and tell before. you how smart he is because uh, you do this because it makes the people think you're listening to the show when, in fact, you haven't been listening to the show, but you've been listening for enough that you can kind of fake it and, and, it, and it works. So brilliant on your behalf. He is smart. Yes, I agree. It's all a sh- the whole business is a sham. No, I don't uh, agree with that. All right, so answer the question, <laughs> pothead. Uh, what's your deal? 
what what's your deal? <laughs> what's the statute of limitations on uh, you know uh, being whatever able to you want it to be? The age at which you do it. I was seventeen and eighteen with the two or three times I smoked do- uh, smoked weed. And <laughs> Fifty years ago is right. what you're talking. And I didn't I'm not like promising it. There won't be any ramifications yeah. for many confessions here. I guarantee that. Year, one of my freshman year roommates at Ohio University, two twenty two Tiffin Hall, Athens, Ohio four five seven zero one, was probably if he wasn't the biggest pot and drug dealer on the whole oh. campus, he definitely was on the East Green. Uh, I'm not going to say. Hold on. Were you ever afraid is, he was going to get arrested in your room? Are Kyle Kratzer. Oh! <laughs> I, I, sorry, I interrupted. I got to hear that again. I said, I repeat, I'm not going to say what my roommate, my drug dealer roommate's name was, but his initials are Kyle Kratzer. This is a lot I've heard Rob use many times before on very many topics. So, Kyle, congratulations. Uh, The Athens, Ohio police are on their way to wherever you may be. Can I ask you a question, Uh, Rob? Hold on. I want to ask. Because I had an experience similar to this. I'm not going to be specific. Weren't you ever worried that the cops were going to come into your room and arrest him or something? Or not? Well, we were also... Making fake IDs, which was oh, a federal right. offense, so we were. Okay. Little, I was a little all more right. worried about that than the pot. Okay. Here I was worried about you admitting that you smoked weed, and now you're admitting to federal crimes on the show. Whoa, Nelly! That was thirty some years ago. Okay. Um, I'm not going to worry about uh, it, Rob. I want to make you feel better. Uh, I didn't get a fake ID. I changed my driver's license. Okay, like an old fashioned one. And, and I showed it to the cop, and he goes, this is pathetic. <laughs> you think I can't Back tell then, that number have, has like, been changed? But he didn't yeah. arrest me. They, they didn't still... have holograms or, no. or, you know, they weren't credit card style. You could go get them laminated at the local right. version of Kinko. I didn't, didn't even, even do that. I just acted like yeah. it was like, uh, you know, put some dirt around it. And anyway, go ahead. <laughs> That's quite the start to the show. I know. Hi, Jason. You know what you're walking into. No, we're uh, all right. So your admission is yes. Yeah, correct. It is yes. Uh, It has been. It has been since I believe before I lived in the state of Wisconsin. Um, So it's been more than 27 years, I guess. Do you have any other things that you ingested that you'd like to admit to at this point, or uh, is the have have you? Is this sufficient? Can you get what mad at me happening? for asking this? Now you want to know if he did cocaine? What? No, I would I, never ask. I don't think no, I would not ask that. No, I don't think there's uh, anything else that I can reveal at this point that would be any worse. <laughs> Whoa, what? Really? Wow. Just wanted to make sure. I thought maybe you were unburdening your soul after all this time. All right. Uh, I said that I am... Homer said cautiously optimistic. I am intrigued, and I think they made a good hire. I, I, I think the changes that they're making defensively with Jeff Halfley, going to a 4-3, playing more press band coverage, all these things, uh, I think this sounds, again, none of us know what's going to happen, but it sounds like they chose a guy that makes for a good fit. What say you, Rob? Yes. I, I, I think um, Homer and John Anderson and I talked about this on Tuesday. I like that it's an unconventional hire. It's it's a little bit, you know, it's not you didn't just promote 
um, the DB the DB coach or the linebackers coach. You didn't just hire somebody else's defensive line coach or outside linebackers coach. You went and found what I think is also a fit for the coaching staff in terms of you know similar age, energetic um, approach to the game. Um, not saying that you have to have all you know, for young 40-year-old coaches because your head coach is a young 40-year-old coaches because Rich Bisaccia adds a nice, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of balance to the staff with his age and experience. Um, so, but I do think it's a fit. I think it's a, it's a mm-hmm. good fit from that standpoint. I also think that it's not maybe as drastic from a scheme standpoint as it was in 2009 when they had all these four or three guys that didn't fit a three, four, and they had to go out and draft, you know, two of them. I, I remember, <clears throat> excuse me. I remember talking to somebody that off season um, early in 2009 after they had hired Dom capers, but before free agency in the draft. And someone said to me, another person in the league said the two most important positions in a three, four were nose tackle and edge rusher. And what did they do? They drafted BJ Raji and Clay Matthews. My point is that is I don't necessarily think they have to go out and draft a third um, stand-up linebacker to, to play that 4-3, the 3 in the 4-3 spot. Um, I, I just don't think it's as drastic as that. I think their defensive front can play, um, you know, in either scheme. And, you know, it's really a 4-2-5 league anyway uh, with, with how much nickel is played. So the the point that and, – and I didn't have a great answer for Homer, I'll be honest, when he asked this. Has Matt LaFleur hired well? Does his track record indicate that he hires well? Because there haven't been, like, there was obviously his first staff, and the changes that he's made, you know, Barry replacing Patton, the special teams hires, promoting Steno when, you know, I think he planned on promoting Luke Getze had Luke Getze not gotten the Bears job at the same time. Mm-hmm. Has he hired well? And, and the point that we both made was that it would appear that his absolute best hire that he's made Aaron Rodgers forced him to make, right? You did a really good piece a couple a couple yeah. of weeks ago on Tom Clemens. I'm working on one for Sunday, and, and the yeah. fact that he admitted he would not have even interviewed Tom Clements had Aaron yeah. Rodgers not told him to hire him tells you all you need to know about whether Tom Clements would be yeah. here without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I guess my, my um, answer to that would be I don't know. It's hard to tell because – you have some good hires and some bad hires. I do think that it's interesting that many of the, some of the people, many is probably the wrong word, some of the people that he hired and went on to work other places did not succeed. Um, you know, Nathaniel Hackett being chief among them, Luke Ketsy maybe to a lesser degree, although some people think Ketsy did a tremendous job with Justin Fields, other people not so much. Um, who else, I'm trying to think who else they lost. I feel like there was somebody else they lost and um, uh, on the offensive side within the last couple of years. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, I, I remember, um, you know, early in the year, um, someone suggesting that, well, you know, when the Packers were struggling, well, then maybe those guys were really good coaches and LaFleur needed them. And by the end of the season, that same person in the league came around to the idea that, Boy, maybe Lafleur was making those guys right. good, you know. Like, uh, so it's just it, it's it's at any given time hires look. Good. I mean, the Dom Capers hire looked good till about 2015, right? I mean, right. you know, you it, it can be true that a hire can be good 
for a while and not good for for the next while, right? I mean, how many um, – who was the last defensive coordinator uh, and, or, and special teams coach in Green Bay not to be fired? I believe you'd have to go back to Bob Slowick or, or uh, Bob Sanders, right, was the last defensive coordinator. Uh, no, I mean – sorry, they were all fired. They're all fired. Yeah, like, they were, yeah, they're Fritz all fired. Uh, Jim Bates. Jim Bates left. Jim Bates was probably the last defensive turned coordinator down the, that was Turned down McCarthy's offer to stay. Right. Yeah, was not fired. On special teams, it might be Nolan Cromwell. You might have mm-hmm. to go back to Nolan Cromwell in 1997 or 8 to find the last special teams coach who wasn't fired, right? And like, to me, that's how I always look at jobs. And, Homer, this is more of a college basketball thing that I think you'd appreciate it when – you know, I've been around mid-major basketball most of my – when I covered college basketball. But when these mid-major coaches would go look and take jobs, you know, I would always say, tell me when the last time the coach there wasn't fired, right? Like there's certain places – like like um, Nebraska has been a place where every coach that has gone there since Danny Knee has been fired. Now maybe Fred Hoiberg won't. I don't know why I'm using Nebraska as an example. It just popped into my head. But there are certain places, right, Homer, in college yeah. basketball – where it almost doesn't matter who you are, you're going to get fired. I don't know if it's the same in the NFL when it comes to hiring, but uh, it kind of seems that way. Well, and then it speaks to those that break that and how special they are. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, yeah, the guy no who's question. coaching at Green Bay now, what the heck? Last year they were losing by 40 at home. Either Bo Ryan's kid is the worst coach right. ever, or this guy's unbelievable. More than you need to know, sorry. Yeah, I'm not gonna- yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have too many uh, people close to that program to, uh, to make a comment. Well, I can tell you this. There are a lot of other schools right now thinking, if that guy can win at Green Bay, he can win anywhere. Yeah. Well, and that's the that's the thing, too. Like, to me, it, it, depending on what your program's like, and now we're getting a little bit off track here, but, like, if you want a guy that's going to take – uh, a losing program and turn it into a winning program. Obviously, Sundance Wicks here did it to the nth degree. They mm-hmm. were the th- if there's 300 and uh, what is it 363 Division One teams, they were 362 in the RPI, and I believe 363 was Hartford, and they went to divi- from Division One to Division Three this year. You know uh, your facts. Like, you know when when Todd when Todd Kowalczyk got hired here in 2002, Marquette assistant at the time. These guys were coming off a season where they won seven games. Two years later, uh, they were winning 17, 18, 19 games. He went to Toledo where they had won five games uh, the year before he got there. And you know, now they're winning. they've won the MAC three years in a row and, and, and might, be, might win it again this year. So, like, it depends on when you're talking about hiring coaches. It depends on what you want. Like, if you're the Green Bay Packers, you want to hire a coach who can take you to the Super Bowl, right? If you're um, – if you're – you know, like the Detroit Lions, they just wanted to win, right? They hired Dan Campbell. They put together this staff just hoping that they could be competitive. All right, Rob, two more things because we're going to keep you over because that's what we always do with you and Bulaga when you join us. Uh, One, uh, the Packers announced, which, you know, you and I agreed in our little group chat, this wasn't really news, but they announced their plan for finding their successor right. to Mark Murphy. Yeah. I, that was that was all obvious all the way down to them having Corn Ferry and Jed Hughes be involved and whatever else. I'm curious about this, though, because you, you know that building, I know that building. For me, I feel like they're going through all this because that's what's expected, 
but they yeah. should not overcomplicate this. It would seem to me that Ed Policy is a pretty clear-cut, smart choice to take right. over. Do you think that there's a, a decent chance, a good chance, or a minuscule chance that it's someone other than Ed? I think I think it's a small, minuscule chance that it's someone other than Ed. But if I'm Ed Policy right now, I'm going – what? Why are they doing this? You know, right? I, I'm here, right? <laughs> I thought two things were no because were most you got to do that. that. You got to have a. You got to have in order to hire him. You got to have a process in which there are others yeah. that are candidates. Otherwise, you're racist, right? But do you, do you? Well, do you need to hire Corn Ferry, pay Jed Hughes a million dollars, yes, or whatever the yes. fee is, yes, to hire yes. a guy that's yes. down the hall, yes, Five, more like, than that if necessary. And maybe, and maybe in the, maybe in this situation where these are, you know, because of the structure here, these aren't football people making this decision. They're local business people who are all very sharp. I mean, I, I don't. This isn't mm-hmm. like, um, you know, this isn't like the guy at Ace Hardware, uh, you know, selling nuts and bolts. These are highly successful business people in the community that are making this decision. However, um, I don't know that you need to do that if you have someone as strong as Ed Policy in your building. Um, I do think that when when athletic directors uh, hire search firms to hire to help hire um, you know college basketball coaches, your your job as an athletic director or college football coach should be to know who you should hire. Now, right. I will say this. Homer. But wait a minute. Let me interject. This, this is not. It's being done for the NFL. Okay. The NFL wants it done this way, so uh, because of how it looks. Right. Right. And um, here's the other thing too. The if. You know, I don't know who uh, Ed Policy's representation is, but if you hire one of Corn Ferry's people, they, you know, you, you get like a discount or you get some sort of a bonus or something. It's it's a sh- the whole process is is a sham except for this. The reason to hire a search firm, and this may be why they're doing it, is because that search firm can vet your clients. They can do all sorts of private investigation. Uh, they have, they, they're professionals at that. The other thing that, that surprised me a little bit, Jason, on the announcement was that, um, you know, they said they want to have uh, someone in place. Uh, what was it? Was it six, six to nine six months? Six to nine months. Yeah. Was that six to nine months from now or six to nine months before Mark Murphy's tenure is up? No, I think it was six to nine. They said the process will take six to nine months, which I assume was starting when they sent out the press release. Yeah, so that would mean that we're looking at um, somewhere between August and November, right? Correct. Uh, Can I ask one other question? Let me just real quick. That's a lot more lead time than they did. Mark Murphy got here in, I believe, December uh, and sort of of, of 07. He wasn't actually formally – you know, named president until January of, of 08, but he did spend time here, but it was only like a month, right, mm-hmm. uh, under Bob Harlan? Mm-hmm. You're correct again. Although that was a jacked-up process to begin with because they it had was. their replacement, then the person that Bob Harlan wanted to get the job didn't get the job, and it was a whole thing. Yeah. Homer, what was your question for um, Do you both yeah, agree ahead, they need to change it from 70 to 75? Said the man who's 68, 69. Well, I, don't, yeah, that's, that's if exactly I was 28, I mean, 70 is <laughs> 70 is not the same 70 was. I don't. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. It's a, yes. It's a little. It's a little arbitrary. There's no question about that. The two guys um, running for president are 100. See, well, I was just going to say I'd rather see it done for a more important office. I wasn't going to name the office. Oh, all right. <laughs> Mark yeah. Murphy for for president. Um, 
Okay. The other thing I want to get to before we let you go, because I know you've got some scouting to do for De Pere's next opponent and everything else. Um, I, someone asked me yesterday about Devondre Campbell and Preston Smith's futures in Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, they both have uh, significant uh, roster bonuses scheduled on March 15th. If you had to choose today... I would say Preston Smith is back and Devondre Campbell is not. To use Homer's phrase, are you in my club? Do you want to join my club? I am in your club. I am joining. Yeah, I think that's that's accurate. Um, I don't think – I think there's only a, a minuscule – we've used that word before – minuscule chance that Devondre Campbell's back. I'm not convinced it's a sure thing mm-hmm. that Preston Smith is back, although I would put it at better than 50-50 that he's back. Okay. Uh, what do you got on the basketball schedule for this weekend? Who who we got? Uh, we got the the Pure Redbirds have Sheboygan North at home tonight and Green Bay Southwest at home tomorrow. Wins um, in between those games. I'm planning a quick drive to Mount Vernon, Iowa, to see uh, the Lawrence Vikings take on the Cornell Rams at one o'clock tomorrow. So if I can get there, see that game, and then get back to De Pere for tomorrow night, that's the plan. Father of the year. We appreciate you, buddy. Thanks. All right, guys, we'll be seeing you. That is the fantastic Rob Domofsky of ESPN.com. You can read his stuff there or on ESPNWisconsin.com because we always post it there as well. Homer and I will roll on next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN, sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Thanks to Rob Tomofsky. Always fun to catch up with him and his basketball travels and Man, his insights into the you guys are such great parents. Wow. What, what, what do you mean? I'm not going to all my kids' college games. in a million years. Why do you do this? What? Well, you, you like to present yourself. I go to some. I don't like I don't go to any, but... Well, I'm, there, I'm, there are some that Rob missed. Like he, Does he went he and covered any? the Packers in San Francisco. He missed a couple of his kids' games. Hmm. No, I just mean you're better than me. I don't. Doesn't mean like I'm horrible. But well, I don't need you to tell me that. Okay. With that it's being fine. his weekend slate, I would only go to the college games. Skip the high school games. Uh, okay. Jesse, you, someday you're going to be a parent, and you're going to you go, uh, Homer. You're yes. telling me that if you had a kid who was a starter on one of the best high school basketball teams in the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a kid who's a starter on a right. college team. Correct. You wouldn't try to get to the no, maximum number I, of I games humanly possible? No way possible? I'm going to Iowa. Not a chance in the it's world. not even that far. I don't care. He's playing in Apple. I'll go and go. I can see enough uh, enough games there. It's true. Dude, uh, not, not, it's not home slate. Now, there'd have to be something really, really, really. I'm not. No. Now the high school games, yeah, but even then, with that great a team, I on purpose miss a game or two so that they know that it's not the most important thing in my life. They got Pewaukee next Saturday night. Like that's a huge game. Now, Homer doesn't have one. to go. We could, we're broadcasting it, right? Yeah, it'll be on uh, Prep Mania. On the I want Madison my YouTube kid channel, to yeah. come home periodically and tell me what happened and know that I don't know diddly, and uh, I'll accept whatever they say. What if your kid wants you at all the games? Would you do it then? Uh, 
If I if I God, fe- I love it when I do that to you. That I, that brings me so much joy. I know. If I felt that he he or she needed it, yes. But okay. I'm going to so decide fu- that. So you're full of crap. You're just you're full of you don't why you decide that you want people to think you're less wonderful than you are. I have wonderful is, things about I me. I don't understand well, it. I, don't, I just don't get fine, it. Fine, I'm at wonderful. All. I don't have any problem with that. I yeah, bid, you say things How about that, this? Uh, how about this? This is my dilemma. I don't know how you get me to do this. All right, I really hope my wife's not listening. I bid at an auction a thousand dollars on a on a bottle of uh, bourbon. It's either nine hundred, nine fifty, maybe. Okay. Because I think so much of the event, and now somebody overbid me, put in a thousand. Now, am I going to go to eleven hundred as a bid for this one no. bottle of bourbon? No, you did your part. You got them to raise $1,000 for a bottle of bourbon. Yeah, but now I'm thinking... We'll go bid on something else. No, because I want to give this bottle to somebody else at a at a very special family event. It's so good that maybe they'll drink it that night. And then my so friend you- says, don't do it because if you buy that, you want to use it as an investment. So, yeah, I want to get it to give to them. They This... <laughs> So so let so just to be clear yes. from the grumpy old man who doesn't who's not that nice and not that wonderful again so you want some ways, yes. you 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 bid a thousand dollars yeah on a bottle of One bourbon bottle. Yes. that you intend to give away. It's yes. not as an investment. It's not well, that's uh it's not for yourself. It right. is and you're gonna give it away. Yes. But I'm not right. sure I want to spend eleven hundred. Man, stop what? pretending that you're you're. Uh. I never pretended. What do I? What do I? What am I pretending? That you I'm, pretend that you're not as great of a human. Whatever. Being as I'm as great a human being as everybody thinks. On but social I, media, I ain't driving to Iowa to see my what kid a great play. Person you are. I ain't stop going talking. to Iowa we're, to go see my not, kid play. <laughs> you what does that mean? You would if they you felt they needed you to. Yes, I would. Yes, yes, I would. He does have a point. Like if they play their home games in Appleton and Rob lives twenty minutes from there, you can go to. More than half right. the games in a seat. You don't no. need to go. It's if, not like all the home games are in Iowa. Jesse, Jason, you are fundamentally unqualified to even have a, an opinion no, on but this. I'm, I'm a player and my you, parents are coming, you, so you don't need why? to come to Iowa. You were mad at your parents for leaving town on a vacation and missing your birthday when you turned 30. Yeah, that's a 30th birthday. That's not regular no, season I, game 20. I just want to let you College. know that's, that's pathetic. That is just yes! pathetic. There's no other word for it. But, you know. <laughs> they went to Vegas. I didn't even get an invite. <laughs> I've never been to Vegas. You're as an not adult. 10. You're 30. <laughs> I wanted my parents to pay for me to go to Vegas with them. I didn't even get an ask. Oh, my God. Now, oh. I will say this <laughs> I need to check with the parents because Jason has nailed me correctly. This is it. Not with it. When I feel like. Somebody's needed for help. I'll do anything. That's why one of my uh-huh. friends calls me a martyr. He said, you wouldn't even do that for yourself. I go, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't need it. But I decide whether the person needs it, which is incredibly selfish, because you'd think you'd give the other person credit for me caring what their opinion is. Nope. I have to decide that I buy it. But anyway, if your parents felt that you needed to go, even if it's pathetic, then yeah, they should have gotten you a ticket. But we'll have to talk to them. <laughs> this is this is taking a turn. Uh, what? My point is that What's the Je- turn? Je- Jesse, how many of your bowling 
uh, tournaments did your parents attend? Uh, vast majority. Maybe mm-hmm. one or two they weren't at. My dad was also the coach of the JV team for a couple of years, so sometimes he was there on the other so end. So did you we like were... that, or did you feel the pressure because they were there? No, one of my best baseball games I ever oh. played was one of the few they didn't come to. I got hit in the back of the helmet, stealing home. It was great. I had somebody ask why my parents highlight? never came <laughs> one of. to our tent, my tennis or my brother. They thought we were orphans. He said, are you orphans? What do you mean? We've never seen your parents. And I went, well, why should they be here? Um, Well, because don't they want to watch you play? And I go, I don't know. I'm playing because I like to play. I don't. Why would I I didn't? I mean, it was. I didn't understand that. But um, that's, I get, you know, some kids may want their parents to be there. If I had asked my dad be there, you know what he would have told me? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not coming. Got other stuff I got to do. All right. We'll explore this on the next episode of The Goat and the Falcon. Yeah. Brought to you by Cousin Subs. Only when I see that check from Cousin Subs. Don't be thinking I'm doing it until I see the check that it's sponsored. We'll we'll keep working on the negotiation there. All right. We need to play trivia. Uh, Jesse, what's today's category and which caller would you like? Our extensive Super Bowl preview show continues next with Super Bowl trivia. I don't think you can do that. Is this sponsored? You can do Super Bowl trivia. Is it sponsored? Is this sponsored? Oh, okay. Then you're fine. Then you're okay. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. No sponsor. Thank you for knowing the rules, Homer, unlike uh, some people who aren't working today. Tausch doesn't know the rules. He's terrified of saying Super Bowl adjacent to something that gets us in trouble. Hmm. Like it's a very simple rule. I'm going to tell you about Fleet Farm right now. I'm not going to mention anything about the game being played on Sunday, even though it's a big game because Fleet Farm is not attached to the National Football League's presentation of said game. Fairly simple. Got it. Yep. What the, now, there is the Puppy Bowl that is going on on Sunday. You can talk about that all you want. And I can talk about that, and I can also talk about how at Fleet Farm, where I was yesterday, getting more bubbler drinks and some treats for my dogs, you can pick up all your pet's favorites at Fleet Farm. Everything from food and treats to toys and health products, all under one roof from all the brands that you trust. Dogs or cats, we've got both. They've got you covered. So shop your pet Everyday Essentials at Fleet Farm. And you can also pick up sweet deals on Valentine's Day treats at Fleet Farm. Check out their huge selection of treats like chocolates and gift boxes for the sweetheart in your life. Don't get caught empty-handed. Get Valentine's treats at Fleet Farm. Caller 10 right now for trivia. Caller 10, 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. Caller 10 for Wilde and Tausch Trivia. We will play next. It's Wildey and Tausch. You're listening to Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. Let's welcome in our contestant. It is Tex in a work van. Tex, 
Good morning. A lot of van contestants this week. Tex, how are you? Uh, we're good, man. We're good. Same. Quick question. I had an idea. I hear you guys um, advertising Sprinter work vans every now and then. What do you think? You hook me up with one and we do a little bit every week. I tell you how cool the Sprinter work vans are and everybody wins. Uh, is that Does that fall under Ben Brust's purview, Jesse? I believe it does. Uh, Tex, I'll get you in touch with him. He'd be happy to he'd be happy to talk to you. <laughs> All right, yeah, you got my email. Uh, we we will definitely connect you with Ben Brust. Although he made the excuse yesterday when I was on uh, KBN that he's got daddy brain right now because he's kind of overwhelmed with a newborn. So I can't guarantee he'll get back to you in a timely manner. All right, the category, even though you wouldn't know it from the show that you've been listening to, is Super Bowl <laughs> trivia. Question number one, Tex, is this. Which of these cities has never hosted a Super Bowl? Is it San Diego, Miami, or Cincinnati? I'm going to go with uh, C, Cincinnati, final answer. And you are correct, one for one. All right, question two is this. The Green Bay Packers have won four Super Bowl championships. Which of these NFL teams has not won more Super Bowl titles than the Packers? Is it the San Francisco 49ers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, or the New York Giants? I am going to go with uh, the New York Giants. Final answer. So, Jesse, the 49ers and the Steelers have five? Uh, The 49ers, I believe, have six. The Steelers Steelers have five. I'll pull up the list. Hang on. I just wanted to confirm. But but clearly the Giants uh, have fewer than four. While Jesse fact-checks himself, Tex, here's question three. All right. At two minutes and 36 seconds, which singer holds the Super Bowl record for performing the longest version of the national anthem? Is it... Whitney Houston, Alicia Keys, or Mariah Carey? Oh, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I'm going to guess the final answer one more time. It's a smart guess, but it's wrong. Do you want to try and touch it? What's that, now? Do you want to try and touch it and see if you can get both the wrong answers? Um, yeah, sure. Let's go for it. Whitney Houston or Alicia Keys? Uh, uh, let's go with Whitney Houston. You touched it. Nicely done. Alicia Keys (laughs) holds the record. Uh, I would argue Whitney Houston has the most memorable, right, Uh, during Desert Storm, I believe. Yep. Uh, But Alicia Keys uh, has the longest. Jesse, 
Super Bowl titles for the 49ers and the Steelers? Yep, I was wrong. Uh, Tex was right. Steelers has six Super Bowls. 49ers have five. I Packers have like four. Count one more entry into the draw. It does not, but you can find the official rules at ESPNWisconsinContest.com. <laughs> However, we'll give you a free Sprinter van. Uh, all right, that's it for trivia. Tex, congratulations. You got three of the possible four entries into our drawing, which Jesse will most likely forget to do later in the show. Thanks for playing, buddy. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. We love you. Have a good weekend. Oh, four out of five this well, week. I love, I love you guys. There you go. All right. The Did I get kicked out, out of that that uh, segment? Uh, I wouldn't say you got <laughs> kicked out. It appeared you were doing some other work. I would have thrown you one of the questions, no, but it looked like you were maybe prepping for your own show. No, I, or... I was spending my uh, $10 on Timu. <laughs> but I, I, I asked, and I didn't, said I don't have to do any questions, and I was kicked out. And I thought, all right, so, if I'm kicked out, then I'll go do something so else. Here, over the summer when we had a rotating cast of Cousin Subs in for Tausch during <laughs> so so many days, yes. we had, we, there was a lot of confusion from guest to guest, specifically with Bulaga on whether he was asking questions or not, and then he wasn't ready with them, and then he had the wrong ones one time. So I've just taken the liberty of we're just going to not have Cousin Subs of the Day ask questions anymore. Okay, but if I you apologize. feel left out, then if you feel no. left out, we, next time we can have you ask now, I didn't know that questions. information. Now that I have that information, I'm fine with not doing anything. There's always something I can buy for a buck. I'm, I'm busy. Fine, not doing it. How's the shipping on Timu? Do they, Fantastic. Do you, does it, takes, it take like a month? It takes not a month, longer than uh, Amazon. But Coming over on a ship from I don't, a slow I don't know. Literally a slow boat Might from be. It's over got, there. No, it's got to be somewhere here. I don't know where they have the factories. But um, but anyway, yes, it takes a little longer, a little, but not crazy long. So it's okay. not preventing me from buying stuff. All right. Well, I, I'm eager got to see how that turns out. Got a new pair of shoes now. They, they went down six bucks. And a Cousin Subs hat. So we'll kick off the 11 o'clock hour, which will include the Super Bowl preview and your prize picks for the weekend. Stick around. It's Will Dean Tausch.